Welcome to the Halftime Mike Podcast, presented by basketball fan and Hoosier native Mike Gingrich, where practical, no-nonsense resourcing on social media, business marketing, and life is presented, because the adjustments made at halftime help you win the game in the second half. Okay, folks, want to welcome you to this live cast, Blab podcast all together. We want to talk about web tools for productivity in the next 30 minutes. And uh, I want to talk about the shift from business processes that we've done typically on our computer with software that's on our computer to in the cloud and uh, talk about largely talk about tools and but when I talk about some broad categories of those I have Jessica Phillips president of now marketing group and the founder of relationship marketing system with me Jessica how are you today Hello. Good. How are you, Mike? I'm doing well. Thank you. And I've got Donna Gilliland from Alabama and most training with me. Donna, good morning to you. Good morning from the deep south. All right. Hey, guys, I want to thank you for taking the time to be with me today. And um, you know our topic here. We've uh, <laughs> dove into that a little bit. Let me just set the framework a little bit more as we get started here. Uh, Software continues to evolve at a rapid pace. Uh, Donna, you're involved with um, a lot of uh, training on software, and you've seen those shifts evolve, so that's why you're here. Yep. And Jessica, you, your business is an agency that w works with uh, a lot of uh, software tools that are online, web-based cloud tools, HubSpot and more. We'll get into those, so you've got a lot to bring to the table. But, I mean... You know, what we used to have to do with CDs. Remember those days of uh, you got a pack of five CDs mm -hmm. and you had to install it on your computer? Yeah. Yeah. That yep. was, uh, those were the days. And I'm, I'm glad those days aren't there anymore. Um, what we used to do with all that, but we don't have to do. But it's, it's shifted. So now we can do things, you know, online. And uh, our, our tools are in the cloud. And I'd like to just talk about how that dives into business productivity and, you know, what it means and some of our go-to tools, some of the things you've done yep. or you use on a regular basis. So does that sound good, you guys? Yep. It does. Right. We've got the audience out there. We've got a few people coming in. So um, folks, stick in there. And if you have some questions, make sure you put them in the sidebar and uh, we'll try to cover those along the way. Now, the first category that I want to talk about is social media marketing tools. Now, now mm -hmm. this one I'll acknowledge didn't really start off with software uh, on the computer largely just because of the time frame. I mean, it's, you know, it's flown out in the last uh, five years. And so a lot of these were already web-based to begin with, but handling social media marketing. So, you know, what are your go-to tools and, you know, how does that work for you with social media marketing tools? Jessica, you want to start sure. off? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm a huge fan mm -hmm. of social tools that allow you to kind of work smarter um, where you can schedule, listen, and engage, especially with us. You know, we have multiple social media channels that we manage for not only ourselves but with clients, and you just can't be everywhere all the time, but you need to be with social media um, active listeners at all times. So um, some of the tools that we use uh, for design is like Canva to design, make those pretty uh, social media photos and um, things like that, which we're huge fans of, always talking about Canva. Um, 
I haven't found one social media tool for like monitoring and listening that's like all encompassing that handles what we need, but I have a lot of favorites for specific reasons. So I love Sprout Social for their reporting. Um, and I love Post Planner for content curation and for ideas and for like repeat scheduling. Um, I love um, um, Twitter um, Twitter feed for auto pushing like your URLs or your RSS feeds, excuse me, and things that you, you would be comfortable with like retweeting and that kind of things um, to feed in. Um, and I love um, HubSpot for following and seeing how that relates to your bottom line, like um, when you're getting all the mesh online and, and how that translates into actually getting results from it. So measuring my ROI. Um, so those are some of my go-to favorites, but I've, I've used some others out there, which I'm sure you guys will talk about that I love too. Um, and I also love TabSite, Mike, for running social media contests. So thank you, thank um, that's you. our yep. go-to for social media contests. All right. Yep. Donna, how about you? What, what's the what's the go-to in the social media space for you? Yeah, and I do have yeah go-tos, and and as everyone knows, it's in this space, you know, of social media. The tools just seem to be endless, and there's so much to uh, work with, and it's hard to choose sometimes. But from a productivity standpoint, you have to make a decision on which tools work best for you, and uh, so I've made that choice among the many. And so for my go-to tools, I uh, landed with Hootsuite. So that's become the mainstay for me when it comes to scheduling. Because I'm one of those that once I get familiar with a platform, then I tend to stay with it because I don't have the time to move and learn another platform. So I use Hootsuite um, because I can uh, pre-schedule posts and I can choose to schedule a post to multiple other social media platforms. And then, of course, with the uh, paid version of Hootsuite, uh, you can bring on team members to help you with the social media effort. There are enhanced reporting tools as a result of the paid version. But uh, I had operated a long time without the paid version and and been just fine. Now, I do use Buffer, um, and I use Buffer to, one, help me scour the web uh, to search for content which I, of course, pre-read before I schedule. I always tell people, don't just schedule it out because it sounds good. Read it to see if it's going to be of value to your audience right, and right. then schedule. Got to make sure those so uh, I use it. headlines are Go accurate, ahead, right? Right. So Buffer, uh, that's one that I use. Um, and then Canva, uh, as was mentioned by Jessica. Wow. I just can't say enough about that platform and anyone who uses it. Where We all uh, sing to the choir about that one because – I'm not a graphics person and I don't have time to be a graphics person and I don't always have the budget to hire a graphics person. So it helps me uh, create those quick graphics uh, easily. So those are some of the core ones that I work with. All right. All right. Okay. And uh, you you guys have mentioned mine. Um, Now, when I'm just looking at my browser tabs, you know, I've only got 28 open right now. So I'm really (laughs) streamlined this morning. but uh, hey, do you have an app for that called um, to suspend some of your tabs? The I, I great have, suspender. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I like that one. I didn't know about That's that. That's awesome. It's suspend oh, like your that. tabs. So then you can just open more, Mike, and feel okay because it doesn't weigh you down. Oh, yeah, and, okay. and in Chrome, I use one, an extension called Too Many Tabs. Um, oh, so, well, that one makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it basically it, it helps me sort them. I can, I can hit that button and they all go into one spot so I don't lose them, but I can start, start my next tier, but then I can easily go back and pull some out. So, 
you know, helps me out with the. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that one out. Now it could get dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't. That's another topic. Is like uh, you know browser extensions. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I use yeah. I use Buffer. Uh, I use Hootsuite, and I use Post Planner. I don't know if anybody mentioned that one too much yet. Um, yeah. Now a lot of those are very similar. People always ask, well, why do you use all those? That type of thing. And uh, for me, Buffer is kind of the content curation one, and it's kind of my mm-hmm. my go-to. I do like it that you can, you know, share to uh, my LinkedIn profile and, um, you know, uh, Google Plus pages, you know, those types of things. So it helps me in that regard. And I'll go drill down real detailed. I love the Buffer app for the iPad. That one mm-hmm. is um, I, I – because I can sit and curate content. That's when I can do the double screen thing. Say I'm watching a football game or something like that. You know, I can keep – I can kind of scan on my iPad mm-hmm. and uh, read articles and, and just easily, you know, with a couple touches there, schedule them. So I love that. Hootsuite I use m- mainly for monitoring. Uh, for me, that's mm-hmm. just kind of my dashboard tool. And then Post Planner, similar to you, Jessica – uh, for me, it's the it's the content curation when I'm looking for engaging mm-hmm. content. You know, they pull in Instagram images now. Um, I also use that for my evergreen content. So, meaning things that I have found of value over time that I want to go out. You know, more than once, I can set up on a recurring basis in Post Planner. So, I like the evergreen nature of that to mm-hmm. get them out. You know, once every two weeks or something like that over the course of time. That one really helps me with that. And, of course, I use TabSite as well. But uh, th- those are the social media kind of marketing ones that are key for me. Uh, you guys mentioned Canva. I use that as well. I actually want to go into a image category because that's been a big change in business productivity. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, why don't, we, why don't we dive into the kind of an office suite of utilities, okay? So w- when I think of office suite, you know, you think of the Microsoft Office products and and what we used to do online with those. Donna, I saw you just posted a question about are you using uh, Office 2010 or Office 2013? Donna, I was in 2007, okay? Um, (laughs) But because those have shifted a lot. Maybe that's why I was 2007 because I don't even use them very much anymore. So, you know, I I went to – and let's start on that. So, And I'm talking about things for word processing, spreadsheets, presentations. Mm -hmm. Let's even go into storage there, okay? So, uh, Jessica, you – your company is a Google app driven, right? So that's a yeah, starting point. Everything, everything lives in the cloud. We found, you know, with with on the go, you know, you can't risk saving things to your desktop. And if your computer goes down, you lose everything. You know, you have to have it mobile and have everything with you where you're at with, with today's age. So we definitely use Google business for cloud storage, for sharing so we can collaborate on articles together. Um, we use it integrated because it integrates with everything else that we're doing as well. So we use Podio. It's a Citrix product for like project management and tickers off with our accounting software, which I know that's a whole other subject, but FreshBooks. We'll get there. Um, where it's, yeah, it's all integrated seamlessly together. So we're able to kind of build our own specific company management tools, basically from merging these apps together and it works seamlessly together. So um, Google Drive for spreadsheets, for, um, you know, cloud storage, for writing articles, Podio for being able to customize apps and workflows that integrate with um, tickering off to where Drive needs to take you. And then um, for presentations, um, 
uh, PowerPoint's kind of dead to me. That's one of the <laughs> office products too. Um, so um, we, um, um, oh shoot, what's use, the name of it? We use, use slides there? Prezi. You'll use Prezi. Prezi. Gotcha. We use slides to create like calls to action and downloads, but we use Prezi yep. for presentations and then we can seamlessly add that to SlideShare, which is really cool. Um, so everything we, we do lives in the cloud, really. Okay. I mean, that's that's the big shift, right? Is that we want access yeah. to it on the go. We don't want to be... Uh, you know, locked down to it's on that computer, which is at the office or, you know, it's at home kind of thing. Yep. And of course, you know, smart prones have proliferated and, uh, you know, we got to have these with you. It's, yeah. it's by me. I, you know, it's, it's by my bed when I sleep. Yeah. I mean, it's all those kind of things. So, um, perfect story with that. Like I was literally getting ready to do a, a conference and I had all my items, of course, you know, saved on my, on my computer and my computer shut down and literally, you know, what you would happen before you would freak out and be like, Oh my gosh, you know, I have to plan this again. I was able to just go log in with username and password to someone else's computer and had everything I needed. Yep. So it was literally like, you know, you, you didn't miss a step. Yep. Which is great. Yep. Now, Donna, let's, let's go into you because uh, sure. obviously you're a trainer for Microsoft office products, but uh, even they yep. have made some shifts into some cloud-based stuff. So, yeah. you know, uh, oh, yeah. let's talk about your training and, and you know, some of what's shifted in that realm for you. Sure. Um, but first, you know, uh, what Jessica was speaking about, I mean, I am a fan of all those um, uh, that you're using because I, I use both. But the primary call for me to do training when it comes to office to productivity uh, programs, it is Microsoft Office that I get called for. And as you said, Mike, they've made a switch. I mean, Microsoft has very smartly finally decided to get on board with with the cloud. And only within the past year, They've released their product, Microsoft Office, to um, uh, for the iOS. So you can now have it on your iPad and your iPhone. Now, the uh, caveat to that before I go further with what you're asking me is that unless you're an Office 365 subscriber, which is their cloud suite of tools, uh, when you download this free version of Microsoft Office, and you can download the Word or the Excel individually, just like you do with the, the Google Docs, um, you don't have full functionality. I mean, it's great for opening and editing. Uh, and of course, it does tie into a storage service. Of course, Microsoft storage service service is uh, OneDrive. OneDrive. But it does attach to Dropbox, I believe, Box, and of course, their product, which is OneDrive. So you have those uh, online storage devices to choose from in order to pull your files uh, from. Uh, so they've definitely gone to the cloud. I'm glad. I'm thrilled that I can now have this on my iPad, my device of choice, whenever I'm uh, traveling. Yep. Yep. Okay. And I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I don't use, um, like, my, our domain is not set up with Google Apps, but I use the Google Suite quite a bit. So I gravitated. I moved from Outlook to Gmail mm -hmm. for my email. And... Uh, you know, for a dollar ninety nine a month, and I get uh, what is it, hundred gigabytes? You know, so that, that gives me the storage space I need in my Gmail. So I've I've really shifted to the Google Drive products, Docs, Sheets, and uh, am converting to slides. A little slower on that one. I haven't done Prezi as much, so I just haven't taken the time to dive into that. You know, then on the storage side, I'm kind of a I'm a mixture because um, I I use Drive. But I also use Dropbox, and um, 
with our with our family, we had started using uh, sugar sink. So I, I still have sugar sink out there as well. And I know uh, with some clients they use Box, so I have an account there, you know, to interact with them. So that's uh, but but those are game changers, right? I mean, there's there's so many times, yeah. you know, same kind of thing, Jessica. Uh, you know, I'll be somewhere, and and uh, you know, I think sometimes I think I have to take my uh, my laptop with me everywhere, my you know, my Mac, and and. But all of a sudden, I realized, no, I mean, I got it in Dropbox here, my phone. Let's let's just go. You know, I'll I'll deal with it. They'll they'll have it set up for me there, and I'll just I'll log in, or I can use that, and we'll go. I got every I got the, the pieces there. So that's really changed productivity, just to have access to your files wherever, whenever. Huge. And that they're in sync yeah. all the time. And last pass, last pass to store all your passwords too. Exactly. I'm glad you brought that great. one up. That's a good one, mm-hmm. uh, Jessica. Because, now my then company can, actually like, runs on Google domain. So, um, mm-hmm. so I use, I, I'm, I go back and forth between Microsoft and Google, but my, my uh, web domain and email actually runs on uh, Gmail. It runs on the uh, Google apps domain. Yep. Yep. All right. So those are some productivity, some specific tools. Let's kind of go into the, a little bit broader, a little bit more complex ones then and talk about, you know, marketing and CRM. Okay. Because that's been a shift too, uh, particularly in the CRM realm. I mean, Previously, you use CRM that maybe your your company had a server and it was a managed IT process, and that you know, uh, what were some of those act on and things like that that were you know early early features that were primarily software uh, mm-hmm. server based type tools, and that's that's really shifted. So uh, let's let, what are you using now in terms of the the CRM marketing automation pieces? How about Donna? You want to go? Well, you know, uh, I'm not using uh, Infusionsoft, for example. Um, I don't think I've gotten to a point where I think I can justify the expenditure yet for Infusionsoft, but it's one that I want to go to. And then there's another one that's, um, that is a competitor to Infusionsoft. Uh, Ian Cleary's written about it before, and I can't remember the name of it. Do you? He, he's using Entreport, I believe. Yes, that's it, okay. Entreport. Yeah. Okay. So I've yet to go to those, and I'm leaning toward Entreport um, for that. Okay. I'm not as familiar with that one, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean. It's our, a price point thing. Sure, sure. Between the two, yeah, it's a so price w- point So with thing. our Digital Hill Digital Agency, we are using Infusionsoft then. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so we've had help um, April Heavens Woodcock. I'll give her a plug oh, yeah, there yeah. from Connecticut, Touching Clients. She's a certified Mm-hmm. Uh, infusion soft guru and you know she helped us set up some sales process and things so a lot of that with our pipeline so when we get leads coming in from the web they go in infusion soft mm-hmm. and obviously all our crm our contact database is there so keeping notes on what's happening with um with prospects with uh, leads itself with customers and being able to have them in some spots. A lot of the sales process are, you know, ticklers, reminders, things that automate the process that reminds an account manager to say, you know, hey, have you fouled up on this? Hey, have you touched base on this? Where are they at in that process of decision making? And uh, so that's, and obviously it brings in the email marketing pieces. Right. So mm-hmm. you can you can do that with it. Uh, so that, that's that's huge game changer because, you know, we're, we're narrowing down a number of tools there um, into one. How about Go for it, Jessica, with the, uh, you want to talk HubSpot? Sure, Sure, yeah. We use HubSpot for the CRM, but before, um, you know, of course, we had to do some things before we could justify the cost to Donna, but um, firm, lever, lover, HubSpot, I love Infusionsoft, too, but just um, 
help the bottom lines closer to what we are looking for. Um, but there's a new one out for people that are concerned about um, costs that I've been trying out for clients. And it's a web app called um, Close, C-L-O-Z-E. And it's really cool. I just downloaded it on my phone, um, started trying it out. And it's an on-the-go. It lets you know your agenda, your to-do list, um, gives you your inbox for emailing back and forth, lets you know how long in between your touches um, with clients, what stage of the buyer's journey that they're on. And a lot more. Um, so it it's pretty cool. I yeah. actually um, I, I started playing around with it on my phone. I don't think you guys can see it, but it lets you um, kind of organize everything and, and stay in, in touch with clients and and as an act CRM and the in between before you invest in something different. Oh, okay. Well, go in, that, that, that's going to go on my list to try out. Right. And, and, and Jessica, I mean, send some links. HubSpot even has kind of like a, a basic free CRM option as well. Is that correct? I mean, I've, I've looked at that and, mm-hmm. and have an account in there. Um, they have a little bit of one. It's not necessarily free um, for everything that yeah. you'd want it to do, but sure. they do have, um, you know, a trial version, of course, for 30 days to make sure you can, you know, justify you know spending the cost but they do have one that you know the lower price point which is 350 um a month and it does a lot because it comes not only with the crm but it also comes with your marketing and sales pieces together so um it's it's a really great investment okay. um, and it does a lot and saves you a lot of time so. all right well i know we could we could keep diving into any one of these and and really yeah. spend our half hour in there so i'm just going to keep us yeah. going here so let's mm-hmm. talk about we mentioned this earlier, but in terms of design and image editing tools, I mean, that's really evolved. So, you know, obviously I still do have Photoshop on my, um, on my Mac here, but there's been such a shift in that. I mean, obviously Adobe has went to the creative cloud, so there's the option to do it cloud-based. And you guys have already mentioned uh, Canva. So Canva has just taken the world by storm, haven't they really? And that's an incredible, powerful online image editing mm-hmm. tool that's kind of built from the ground up for the non-designer. So right. design image edit tools, I mentioned those. You can expand on that, go into some others that uh, you see in, and operate with. And and the, the, the caveat here is maybe let's also talk about mobile app image editing tools. Mm-hmm. Um, online, I use the Adobe Creative Suite uh, okay. for design parts um but then the for the non-designer definitely canva's favorite like you said pick monkey um love that one and then um aviary for touching up some photos um and pick collage my my phone has like 12 apps on it just for photo editing and, and instagram stuff um half of them just went away with instagram's update though for being able to change the images to landscape and all that but those are some of my few favorites: Canva, PicMonkey, um, Aviary, and Adobe Creative Suite. Yep, yep. Okay, Donna, what do you want to add in there? Well, it's the same for me. I use the the uh, the, the top the first three that you just mentioned. Uh, those are the three. Um, don't I don't use Photoshop? I haven't used that in a long time. Uh, but those are the same three that I use, and I, I need to branch out. But like we we talked early on, you get so overwhelmed with the tools and trying to decide. Uh, you know, which ones are best, but then sometimes it takes more than one tool, just like in a toolbox to do everything. So quite often we do have to have multiple tools that 
do similar things like the photo editing, for example, like Jessica was talking about. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. So yeah, pick monkey is another good one. That's online. I do use aviary on my phone Mm -hmm. and, uh, there's, there's some that are, you know, very specific. It helps you customize Instagram images, Mm -hmm. as you mentioned, Jessica. So uh, a lot of those are used, but that's been a big shift. I think Canva has really, you know, changed the game that way. That's, we don't need to all be, Photoshop experts, uh, thankfully, and um, uh, but but for me it's been habit, so I'm I'm still you know using that quite a bit. But design image edit tools, amazed at the power you have on your phone in that regard, uh, and yeah. and and yet even you know web based tools that what you can do with those just uh, outstanding. Now, how about have you tried Canva for work, Mike? I haven't. No. That's awesome. It allows you to collaborate together and resize your social photos. You'll check it out. Canva for work. It just rolled out. Okay. Okay. No, I know they keep innovating and uh, Mm -hmm. incredible stuff there. Uh, We we touched on this a little bit earlier. I mean, all these overlap because we're trying to narrow down some tools and we're trying to fit tools Mm -hmm. together, how they work together for us. So let's go into accounting and bookkeeping tools. What's um, Mm -hmm. I'll say that our digital agencies use QuickBooks online. And I will also say that I, for, for my nonprofit, I just, I just started a nonprofit. I have to tell you guys about it. I give global.org, so a little plug there. And I'll tell you more about it some other time. But for my nonprofit, I use WaveApp. Have you guys heard of WaveApp? Okay. No, it's new for me. Yeah, yeah. Think of it as a, a, a streamlined version of QuickBooks Online that is, so it's all cloud-based. And mm-hmm. it's, I, I'm, I'm totally free. It's the free version. They have some, oh, that's great. they have, uh, cool. ads on the sidebar and they also, mm-hmm. if you want to use their credit card, you know, to receive payments via credit card payments, then they would earn mm-hmm. their, a transaction fee right there. Uh, but, uh, beyond that it's free. So it's not costing me anything in that regard. So wave app, so you can do invoicing, and keeps all my accounts. It syncs with the bank accounts, so you know makes keeping track of things easy there. So really liking mm-hmm. Wave App that way. QuickBooks Online, of course, is a a good tool. Mm-hmm. Moving from the software to the online was was mm-hmm. significant and important for our business. Having QuickBooks Online on an app, um, and so those are mine. What about for you guys? Well, for me, go ahead, Jessica. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I was going to say FreshBooks. I was QuickBooks Online too, and. Um, but I wanted clients to be able to log in and see their invoices mm-hmm. and be able to download them and um, make payments and set up a reoccurring profile charges. Um, and uh, so we switched to, to FreshBooks. It allows them to have their own username, password, reset it, see their invoices, pay it, set up automatic payments, reoccurring. It has the processor in there, syncs with the bank, like you said. Um, you can set up reoccurring items on there. And then you can also add in contractors. Um, so they have their own portion in there and can invoice you for their time. And then you set up the payment back to them, which is great. Um, and it has its a mobile app as well. Okay. Excellent. And I use QuickBooks uh, online uh, as well. And uh, FreshBooks, I haven't used. It has some of the same features. Uh, uh, FreshBook may be less expensive per month, perhaps, than QuickBooks online. Yeah. That's what I use for the company. However, I would be interested in, in knowing more about. Is it Wave, Mike? Is that what you said? Yeah, wave, wave as in W A B W W like like at the beach. You got waves, so Wave yeah. app. Yeah, Wave apps is the with an S on it is the uh, domain. And I stuck that in the notes here. I'll I'll make okay, sure that's okay, in our great. show notes. So since you're using that briefly, um, since you're using that and you also use QuickBooks online, 
How would you mm-hmm. say it compares in terms of those core things that any of us who are doing bookkeeping uh, need to do? Because that's a free it. version. You've used it too, Jessica? Not Wave. Wave. Oh, I'm sorry. FreshBooks. Yeah. Fresh okay. yeah um, I think that Wave has a simpler uh, user interface. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's you know, QuickBooks Online has a ton of tools. Wave does too, yes. but Wave, Wave doesn't present me with all those options to begin with. It just kind of mm-hmm. narrows it down. You know, it's like you want to see your dashboard, you want to see your accounts, do you want right. to create an invoice? And I can kind of quickly and easily get in there and do those. So I, I like it for the, for the simplicity of it. Okay. All right. And I've I've been able to get all my reports I need, you know, all all the pieces mm-hmm. that that I've wanted. So it's been really good there as I've uh, you know kind of launched that nonprofit. And and, and I'm not just because saying it works for nonprofit, it works for for profits as well. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard well, of um 17 hacks? It's like perfect for the solopreneur and has everything like all that we just talked about all inclusive in it. If it was for an agency it would be perfect, but um 17 hats is great for like the solopreneur. Okay, all right. I no, started researching them recently, Jessica. So it's great. Have you used it? I haven't made a decision yeah, I used about it. it. I, I wished. I wished it was. I could add a, like team members to it. If right. I could add team members to it, I'd be sold. I mean, and it would simplify because it well, looks really good. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've loved testing it out and playing with it. Um, and then, but for now, like I use Proposable for proposal software. Like mm-hmm. I send that out, um, let clients view their proposal, you know, has some templates in there and then it notifies me when they've logged into it and viewed it. So you can call them like 20 minutes after mm-hmm. they, you know, look at it and say, Hey, just want to make sure you receive this proposal and I uh, want to talk about it, but then they can accept it, sign it digitally online and you can see which proposals have closed and that kind of stuff. So right now that integrates with FreshBooks, but 17 hats for that solopreneur mm-hmm. would kind of collaborate all those things together and be it's really inexpensive too yeah it's um, not right it's not and, and those of you who are listening 17 hats you can of course find them on facebook as well they do a really good job of posting things on their facebook page uh, uh now proposable i just recently heard about that one uh, jessica great. and i have to write a lot of proposals and we all know that writing proposals is time consuming mm-hmm. putting all of that together and making it look very professional and compelling besides the content within. So um, I'm planning to look into that one more. So are you, you're using that now, Jessica? I have been for about three years, and I love you it. You have, okay. So you love it? I love it. Yeah. Which kind of gets right, me into... Go to the top of my, my, to my list now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that kind of gets me into what I wanted to be for one of our last topics here. Got two to go, and that was uh, kind of advanced custom tools. So, and, and Proposables kind of fits in that category. It's something that, okay. uh, you know, you need to do, uh, but maybe it's it's unique to, to kind of one area of your business. And uh, uh, so Proposables fits in there. And, I mean, I use GoToMeeting, GoToWebinar. There are other tools out there like that. What other kind of advanced custom tools do you guys uh, use? You know, for example, there's there's Eventbrite. I mean, Donna and I, you and I have talked about Eventbrite yeah. quite a bit and different things. And, you know, on the more advanced side, I mean, that's where some some tools still don't fit everybody's needs, you know, and, and that's, that's one of the areas where our Digital Hill agency kind of comes involved. Like, we just build a kind of a advanced Eventbrite customized for the financial services industry for a client mm-hmm. in Chicago, and it's called Register Connect. And so it's uh, financial advisors are often trying to have events, 
and they want to get people to to them to talk about you know a 401k options and you know what the investments and those types of things and so register connect was uh, think of it as a you know customized online version of eventbrite just for that financial services industry it ties in some of their pieces there so you know those are that there's that level that's eventbrite and then there's a, that level where you need to outsource it and and have someone build you something but do you have others that uh, proposals you mentioned? Uh, I just said go to webinar. What are some other pieces? Well, I use those, and I've used Eventbrite. I haven't used, um, you know, others beyond that. Uh, what about you, Jessica, in terms of, say, registration um, services? Registration services. Um, I have not used Eventbrite, although it looks amazing. Um, but I have used um, – not really much for registration for events. We've just really custom built our own for the most mm-hmm. part. We have used for like forms um, itself. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but we've used it for um, filling out forms. I'll search for it while we're talking. But the other ones that I've used um, for like task management is Todoist. Project management, I mentioned it earlier, mm-hmm. Podio, because you can customize all of your apps and say, like, here's for the web project, and it's ticker one to the second step to the third step and notify the next person. Um, and gives collaboration on each task, and you, so you can clearly see where you're at on yeah. each of them. Which one does that? Um, and join me. Uh, that's Podio. That's Podio. It's a Citrix product. Okay. It just bought, bought them out. We've used it for a couple times because we tried Salesforce. We tried uh, base camp, all of them. Mm-hmm. And Podio was amazing because we were able to customize it to what we specifically needed. Yeah. And um, there's an app marketplace similar to, you know, um, kind of like what you'd find on your phone of other apps that have, people have built. But I've loved Podio because, okay. it, like I said, it's yours. I'm an, I'm an Asana user. Guys, ever tried Asana? I have not. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that one's worked well for me. Cloud, cloud-based project management. And uh, mm-hmm. it's got a very robust uh, free version. So, you know, I, I do a lot of managing projects for clients so, so we can collaborate together using Asana that way. It's been a good, good tool that for me. A-S-A-N-A? A-S-A-N-A, yes. Okay. I've used Basecamp, but I don't really care for, it's not robust enough, but then I used to use Microsoft Project for Windows, and that's that's very high scale, and I don't need that. I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't need that. Plus, the price point on that tool is so high, where so many of these others will do the uh, the same thing. So I'm glad to hear about these couple because Basecamp. When you compare Basecamp to Podio, Jessica, is it just like light years ahead from what oh, Basecamp yeah. offers? Yeah. Oh yes. Or feature rich. Yeah, it's feature rich, but it's simple too. Um, so it wasn't as overwhelming as Salesforce, mm-hmm. um, although Salesforce is great, but it just, we wanted to customize things without having to pay every time you customize something, you could customize it on your own. Um, What's the price point on that? Is it, does it vary or? <clears throat> um, we got locked in early on cause we've been using it for That's a couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. but I think it's right around $20 a user a month, but they have like an annual cost. That sounds um, good. That you can get price, yeah. price break. Yeah. So I remember the name of the form uh, collection, Jot Form. It's, okay. it's free for up to 100 people mm-hmm. um, per month for registration, and it's really easy to customize, and it has a web and an app version as well. So, Good. Okay. I love easy to customize. Less time. Yeah. Jot Form. All right. And uh, how about, um, Jessica, you mentioned join 
join.me in the uh, little in the notes there on the side. Do you want to say any more about join.me? It's just been great for me for ease of use. You have your own custom domain name. So I just tell everybody go to join.me forward slash now marketing group. And it's just real easy for repeat um, meetings because a lot of our clients, we have, you know, scheduled meetings each week and it's real easy for screen sharing or streaming like this. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can record your sessions, play it back, get it, get it instantly. Um, Schedule, you know, repeat meetings, just really simple to use. It's only like $200 a year um, for um, uh, two seats, uh, which means two licenses. So you can have multiple people in your office okay. have their own custom. Now, how about, and- how about how about this one? Do you guys ever use this connecting tool? And I'm forgive me if I say it wrong. Let's let's maybe you can correct me. Zapier, Zaps, Zapier, Zapier. Zapier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I have if not. This used and that. Yeah. 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 We have. So, Zapier. Have you used it, Mike? I have. You know, I got one going right now. Let me just tell you the process here. So, I'm mm-hmm. using. I have a sign up form, and it was a it was a paid webinar. So, of course, I'm using WordPress for my site, and then yep. I have a Gravity Gravity form uh, that I mm-hmm. use yep. in WordPress. I love Gravity forms. You want to talk about something that's robust and and things like that. So, yeah. So people can. People can pay, and I'm using a Stripe integration there, so it's being processed okay. their payments with Stripe. And then I have a Zap set up so that when people sign up and pay, it goes through the Gravity form and it signs them up in GoToWebinar for the event. Well, I like that. I like yeah. I like those things. Yeah, right? I love yeah, the I, like I love that for the people who don't have the that mm-hmm. complete open API. Zapier is yeah. great. You can write your own if this and that. Yeah, so, you can go a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We just but, replace you by the end of the day. Just just keep doing it. <laughs> so it, it, you know, you think of all those moving parts going on there, you know. So, so WordPress gave me some tools. Gravity Form integrations within WordPress mm-hmm. helped me make that happen. You know, Gravity Forms has a Stripe integration, and then I can use Zapier there and make that connection to go to webinar. Mm-hmm. Boom. You know, just uh, oh, that's great. I, I love all those pieces. That's yeah. productivity. Yeah. And, and, and again, yeah, exactly. you know, I, I can – tell easily where my signups are coming from and what's happening mm-hmm. there. So that's what it's about here today. I mean, business is changing and we can do these processes online. Mm-hmm. It just, uh, it takes these kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. You guys have opened me up to some new tools today and uh, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm going to try to summarize these pieces. This has been great mm-hmm. and uh, and make sure these notes are available to to everyone here shortly. So, you know, stay with me. So for those of you attending live here, this is going to be at uh, halftimemike.com, and I'm going to try to take the the post live tomorrow with with the kind of a summary of these pieces. So if you go to halftimemike.com tomorrow, that's going to be Thursday, then uh, we'll have these notes here live, and um, you can come on over to my Facebook page too, Mike Ingrich, uh, facebook.com slash mikegdigital, uh, or mikeingrich.com, and uh, maybe while I'm talking, Jesse, you don't mind sticking that in the notes there anyway. Uh, I'll have this yeah. posted then so we can summarize all these pieces, but uh, that's it. I just want to don't want to spend more of your time it's out here. Great. I know you guys got some things to move on to, but some great tools, some great features here. Mm-hmm. And, and again, this is just about trying to advance your business, finding ways to be productive, and I think that's going to involve you know shifting more things to the cloud. So with that, I want to thank you guys. Jessica, thank you, and Donna, thank you for being thank with me you. here today You're to welcome. talk about this. It's been great. Thank all right. you. Now we can all go and be productive. There More we go. productive. Take it and, and run on. All right, That's guys. Right.
This is it. This is Mike with the Halftime Mike live cast now. You guys take care. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Halftime Mike podcast with Mike Gingrich. Remember, what you do in the second half can change the outcome of the game. Does your business need resourcing, tools, and social media consulting? Then visit MikeGingrich.com. Want to have Mike speak at your next event? Visit MikeGingrich.com slash speaking. Join us again for another episode of Halftime Mike, your no-nonsense guide to victory on the court of life.